Welcome to the Vitality Radio Podcast, your source for the truth about health, wellness, and real alternatives to drugs, surgeries, and the status quo of healthcare. Here, you'll find information that empowers you to take control of your health. But it's not just about health and wellness. It's about the politics of healthcare and protecting your health freedom. Now, here's your host, Jared St. Clair. It is 9 o'clock on a Saturday in Salt Lake City, and I am looking at beautiful blue skies with some beautiful white clouds. It's a beautiful day for going out on the lake or doing whatever you're going to do today with your family. Here in Salt Lake's Father's Day weekend, and uh, we are excited to celebrate our fathers. We'll be talking a little bit about fathers towards the end of the show today. We've got a lot of topical stuff to talk about today. And uh, interesting, you know, I look around each week for topics on Vitality Radio, and sometimes they blow to me in the wind. I'll explain what that means in just a minute. But Vitality Radio, of course, is always brought to you by Vitality Nutrition in Bountiful. At 107 South, 500 West, you can call us at 801-292-6662. You can check us out online at vitalitynutrition.com. We have previous episodes of the show there. We also have uh, access to our free newsletter. If you're interested in the stuff that you hear on Vitality Radio, you'll love our newsletter. It comes out about once a month. It has a bunch of good info in it. You can also catch us on Facebook, facebook.com slash vitalityradio. In a world full of often confusing messages about health, let Jared be your guide through the smoke screens of corporate greed, media bias, government ineptitude, and propaganda. When you see what is really happening, you'll be ranting too. It's time to expose the hidden agendas. It's time for the truth. It's time for the vital rant. Okay, so today uh, I have uh, an interesting rant because it came to me, I I had an idea for a rant that came to me earlier this week, and it's an interesting topic, and I started researching it. In fact, my son Bridger was helping me with researching it, and I decided that it needed a little bit more time in order to present it, but I am going to present it in the next few weeks. It is the uh, case for GMOs, genetically modified organisms, and preventing world hunger or stopping world hunger. That's uh, what Monsanto and a lot of these people say. The scientists on uh, GMOs say that that's what they can do. And there's science showing some potential there, and there's some science showing that that's actually kind of a bunch of hogwash. But I want to research the science a little bit better so I can present the uh, proper view to you. So we'll be talking about about that in a little bit. So last night, it was kind of late. I was at Vitality Nutrition alone, and I was closing up the store, and I walked outside to my car to put something in my car, and I saw something on the ground. It was a shopping list. I'm holding it in my hand right now. It has three stores on it, Home Depot, Costco, and Smith's, and I it, there's no name or anything. I have no idea whose list this is, and it doesn't mention Vitality, uh, even though it was in my parking lot, so I'm not sure if it blew there or if it was one of my customers. But it was an interesting list. I usually, you know, I, when I pick up trash in the in the parking lot, I just throw it away. But I noticed it was a shopping list, and I was curious. So, you know, Home Depot, uh, we're getting a tote, uh, some clips, uh, some hanging rods, and some hooks. Good stuff. Costco, some watermelon, and a shade thing. That, I think I know what that means. And at Smith's, some chicken, some hamburger, and Alka-Seltzer, and Gas-X. Now, that was the part that really caught my eye. Alka-Seltzer and Gas-X. In this country, over-the-counter acid, or I should say digestive health products, are the number one selling category of over-the-counter drugs. We're talking about things like Gas-X, Alka-Seltzer, Tums, Rolaids, Imodium, uh, Maalox. I mean, you name it, right? All that kind of stuff. 
And they're very, very popular because, well, we have a real problem in this country with digestive issues. In fact, the 23-Day Detox talks, uh, Seminar talks a lot about this topic. So I've been researching this a lot over the years. I, I know the topic pretty well, and I thought maybe we should talk about this. You know, if that was one of my customers at Vitality Nutrition, I would have hoped that he or she would have asked what they could do to prevent these kind of issues rather than jumping on things to take care of the symptoms once they have them. But as is the norm in this country now, I think for most people, we attack symptoms more than we attack the cause of symptoms because that's kind of the drug culture that we live in with uh, the United States and its medicine education, I guess you could say, or lack thereof. So digestive health is the key to a lot of things. In fact, I would say it's the key to everything because if you're not digesting your food properly, there are so many things that can go wrong. One is the simple stuff. You don't get the nutrients from your food like you should. Another thing is, of course, the potential symptomology, the gas, the bloating, the diarrhea, the constipation, the discomfort after eating for a variety of different reasons, acid reflux, and so on and so on. So this list, specific list that I found on the ground said Alka-Seltzer and Gas-X, but it could have easily read Pepto-Bismol, Tums, Rolaids, Imodium, Prilosec, or any number of other digestive drugs because there are plenty of them out there. So why am I ranting about this? Well, because when you belch excessively after a meal, not only is it rude to your family and friends, but it's rude to ignore that because your body's trying to tell you something. The same thing with all of these symptoms. You don't just cover them up because when you cover them up, they don't just go away. Our digestive system is truly the key to our health. There's a company out there called Nature's Secret, and they're a digestive health company. I think they have the most brilliant name for what they do because the secret in nature is that it all starts with digestion and elimination. What you put in your mouth and what comes out your rear end are big, big things when it comes to your health. And we need to stop ignoring those things and putting band-aids over the top of them, hoping that they will go away. A few weeks ago on Vitality Radio, I talked about a consumer group that for now six years has been trying to get a black box warning on acid reflux medications, also known as PPIs. That's proton pump inhibitors. And what they say, this group says, is that there's plenty of research showing that when you get on a proton pump inhibitor, first off, a high percentage of the people that go on proton pump inhibitors don't technically have acid reflux yet. But when they go on a proton pump inhibitor, it creates acid reflux. So that's one of the things they want in the black box warning is that it can cause a disease that doesn't already exist. The second thing that they want to consumers to know is that if you go on one of these things for an extended period of time and you try to come off of it, you are likely to have a very powerful rebound effect where the acid reflux becomes substantially worse than it was prior to going on the proton pump inhibitor. But now there's more reason for concern about these drugs. Reflux drugs, known as PPIs, these are going to be things like Nexium, Prilosec, Prevacid, have been shown in a new study from researchers at Houston Methodist and Stanford University that adults who take proton pump inhibitors for heartburn and other gastrointestinal ailments are between 16 and 21% more likely to experience a heart attack than those who do not use these widely available acid drugs. 16 to 21% more likely to experience a heart attack. Those aren't small numbers. This led, uh, according to one of the researchers, this led us to use powerful big data approach to try to determine whether PPIs might be, in fact, associated with risk in all comers, explains uh, Leeper, the lead scientist. Our report raises questions and concerns that these drugs, which are available over-the-counter and are among the most commonly prescribed drugs in the world, may not be as safe as we previously assumed. Now, I want to restate that. These drugs, which are among the most commonly prescribed drugs in the world, may not be as safe as we previously assumed. 
How often do you hear that statement a few years, 10 years, 15 years after a drug is put onto the market? Oh, in our six-month drug trials, we thought these were pretty safe. But in real life, when people are on them for six years, we find maybe they're not so safe. Well, in this case, they increase the risk of heart disease, heart attack. Now, that's an interesting thing. How does that happen? Because what they're finding with these PPIs is that they probably blunt the endothelial endothelium of the uh, vessel, the blood vessel, which is where nitric oxide is produced. Now, just a few weeks ago on Vitality Radio, I talked about nitric oxide and how critical it is to heart health. So if your body can't produce nitric oxide like it should because of these PPIs, then you're more likely to have a vascular event, and you don't want vascular events. These are bad things. So we are looking at a problem that you would think is not associated with digestive health, and that is heart disease. But it apparently these heart, or sorry, these digestive health drugs, specifically PPIs, actually can create a heart disease issue uh, and heart attack specifically in uh, by increasing those odds 16 to 21. Now, they are saying that this is an association, not a causation. Of course, they always have to say that until they come up with more research to show if there's a cause. But these scientists are saying that they think there is plenty of reason to do that research because it is likely that they will find some causation with these PPI drugs. Now, Nexium, Prilosec, Prevacid. These are some of the most commonly used drugs. Prilosec was uh, something like 10, 15 years ago now, became an over-the-counter after it had been a prescription for years. And so now people can use it the same way as they'd use an aspirin or an ibuprofen. And the problem there is that these drugs, all of them, have one thing in common, and that is they were never designed to be used for more than six weeks straight. And yet we hear all the time people being on them for 5, 6, 10, 15, 20 years even. When you're on a drug that was designed to be used for 6 weeks, for 20 years, a lot of bad stuff can happen. Now, I want to go into one more top uh, part of this topic before I cut to a break, and then I'm going to continue the rant on the other side because we're going to stay on this very same topic of digestive health when I come back. But listen to this. This came from a, an industry website, a drug industry website. It says, GI remedy sales are expected to remain flat in the coming years. To boost sales and address consumer tendency to not treat or to use alternative remedies, companies must look to brand, ex- to brand extension within the natural realm, improve consumer education, and leverage over-the-counter remedies as a way to combat and prevent GI issues among an increasingly stressed-out society. So... That is the good news, the silver lining. Now, it doesn't sound like it from the drug industry, but it is, right? Because if drug sales are remaining flat and digestive health issues are getting worse, that means that some people are waking up to the fact that they need to look at a natural alternative to these things. And now we have drug companies selling natural alternatives because they have to compete, It's very, very interesting that this has happened, and it's happening more and more. You're seeing drug companies put out natural products, selling them in drugstores, and hoping that their consumer will switch to their product from nature as opposed to their drug, or worse yet, switching to a health food store to buy something natural because they really, really don't want that. But the question is, do you trust your drug company with your health when it comes to their natural products, or I should say, quote, unquote, natural products, because what drug companies do with natural products is somewhat concerning in that they put so much synthetic garbage in those natural products, you have to wonder if they're doing you any more harm than good. Okay, so that's the first part of the rant. The second part's not going to be so ranty. It's going to be, what can you do for your digestive health What are your alternatives to things like Tums, Pepto-Bismol, and all that stuff? I talked a lot about reflux before. I'm not going to go into that too much today. I want to talk about the other stuff, the gassiness, the bloating, the diarrhea, the indigestion. I want to talk about those topics and what you can do because I know you just might have a Father's Day barbecue planned tomorrow, and that could make for some 
unhappy digestive system. I'll tell you how to get on top of that naturally when I come back. You're listening to me, Jared St. Clair, on Vitality Radio. All righty, I'm back, and it is Vitality Radio. I'm Jared St. Clair. I'm your host each and every Saturday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. I want to welcome you to Vitality Radio. Thank you so much for listening, spending part of your beautiful just gorgeous in Salt Lake City Saturday with me. Also, if you're up in Missoula listening or that uh, general area, thank you so much for listening. We have two great locations to serve you, Vitality Nutrition and Wellness Clinic in Bountiful at 107 South, 500 West. You can call us at 801-292-6662 and Vitality Nutrition in Missoula, Montana at 2400 Brook Street. You can call the Missoula store at 406 406- 549-1333. You can also catch us online, vitalitynutrition.com, and on Facebook, facebook.com slash vitalityradio. Now, we have these two amazing seminars coming up, one of which I'm presenting and one of which Marilee Leslie is presenting. She's fantastic and does a great job. You'll really enjoy it. If you can come out this Tuesday or Wednesday, please do, or of course, come to both. Tuesday the 21st at 7 p.m., 23-day detox. I'll talk about how you can detoxify and renew your health in just 23 days. Does that mean you go from sick to well? No, but it means that we give you an amazing way to kickstart that process to take charge of your health by detoxifying your body, losing quite a bit of weight uh, in the process. Most people somewhere between 7 and 10 pounds during that 23-day period. Really, really great stuff, but it's not just about weight loss. In fact, it's very secondarily about weight loss, primarily about your health, improving your gut health, improving so many different things, a lot of things that we hear after just 23 days, less aches and pains, better sleep, better energy, better mental focus and clarity, and of course, weight loss as well. So awesome stuff during the 23-day detox. If you mentioned that you heard about it here on Vitality Radio, you get $200 off your 23-day detox protocol. We would love to have you there. Tuesday, the 21st at 7 p.m., I will present the whole thing to you. I'm planning to keep that to under an hour, preferably like 45 minutes. I'm trying to cram as much info as I can into a short period of time to try and make sure that we respect your time when you come in at 7 o'clock on Tuesday. On Wednesday, the 22nd, also at 7 o'clock, Marilee will be there talking about the truth about water and what you need to know about water to get proper hydration of your cells, what you can do with this amazing type of water she'll be talking about, including cleaning, cleaning your whole house with just water. Really, really cool stuff as well. So Tuesday the 21st at 7 p.m. for the 23-day detox, Wednesday the 22nd at 7 p.m. for the truth about water. You can call us if you have more questions or you want to get your name on the list, 801 801- 292-6662. That's 801-292-6662. Call anytime after 10 o'clock this morning. That's when Vitality Nutrition opens up. All right. I was talking about the rant, the shopping list I found with Alka-Seltzer and Gas-X on there. And I wanted to quickly, before I go into the natural alternatives, I wanted to quickly talk about some of the side effects of some of these drugs, you know, these over-the-counter over the counter drugs, a lot of consumers feel are really pretty safe. And to a degree, they are. They're certainly safer than most prescription drugs in most cases. But you do have to be cautious because Tylenol is an over-the-counter drug, and it leads to more acute liver failure than anything else on the planet, including alcohol. So we can't just take these things lightly. We still have to understand so I looked up GasX and Alka-Seltzer specifically on WebMD, and interestingly enough, GasX is an interesting product. I wasn't that familiar with it before. It's cymethicone, and it doesn't really do anything in the system. It just helps to break up gas bubbles, and then it passes through. Your body can't absorb it. There's really no known side effects associated with it. So that's pretty cool. Uh, very rare among over-the-counter drugs, but that's uh, the case with that. However, Alka-Seltzer, which most people think of as just something very simple, very basic. It's been around forever, right? I mean, there's probably nobody listening to the show that doesn't remember Alka-Seltzer commercials, the old plop, plop, fizz, fizz commercials. What's the deal with Alka-Seltzer? Well, a lot. Uh, the common side effects of Alka-Seltzer are conditions of an excess stomach acid secretion, uh, feel, feeling like you need to throw up, heartburn, irritation of the stomach or intestines, stomach cramps, and actually throwing up. That's not good. Infrequent side effects of Alka-Seltzer would be gas, 
and swelling of the abdomen. And the rare side effects of Alka-Seltzer, they are rare, and it doesn't say how rare, but holy moly, the list is long, and it's not so good. A lot of nasty stuff, including bleeding from the stomach and intestines, uh, uh, a uh, decrease of blood platelets, decrease of white blood cells, drowsiness, giant hives, a rupture in the wall of the stomach or, or intestine, and so on and so forth. So these are not such good things. And yet we oftentimes use these things thinking, well, you know, I've got a little bit of this or a little bit of that. I'm going to take some Alka-Seltzer and it'll calm it down. Or I'll take some Pepto, it'll calm it down, you know, that sort of thing. But shouldn't we be looking at why we're getting those things in the first place? And I will tell you that that's how I always look at things is not the symptom, but where did the symptom come from? So let's talk about the key elements of digestion. There's really basically four But there's a big one that is not chemical in nature or natural uh, in terms of something you could take as a supplement or something your body produces, but it's something that you must do. In fact, two things that you must do. So let's start there. One of them is hard, and the other one's really hard for most people, but I want to talk about them anyway. Your mother has always told you, chew your food, right? Chewing your food is a big deal because when we first eat, we are digesting our food in our mouths. A couple of different ways. First off, when we start to smell certain foods, our bodies start to secrete enzymes into our saliva, and those enzymes help to break down the food. I'm going to talk more about the enzymes in a minute. But there are enzymes that are produced for uh, breaking down carbohydrates and starches. There are enzymes that are produced that help break down proteins and also fats. We have amylase for carbohydrates, protease for proteins, and lipase for fats. And then there are a bunch of kind of subcategories of those enzymes as well, things that help to break down sugar, things that help to break down um, you know, different, uh, different other aspects, fiber and things like that, that we eat. But those are actually start to be secreted in the salivary glands. And when we chew our food, if we chew it well, we are, of course, chewing up our food, macerating the food, which makes it digest better in the stomach because there's less for the stomach to do at that point. But also the enzymes are starting to already break down the food. Now, you have to understand that our bodies eat food, but they assimilate nutrients. And so when we eat, we may have a piece of lettuce that we eat, but it's the, the fiber and all the other stuff uh, from the lettuce, the water, and all that stuff has to go through the digestive system and end up on the other side. But the nutrients from the lettuce, the vitamins, the minerals, those types of things, that's what actually absorbs into our body and nourishes our body. And if we can't get the nutrients out of the leaf of lettuce, then the leaf of lettuce only really does us the good of the water and the fiber that helps with the elimination process of the waste. The same can be said about protein. I talked quite a bit about protein digestion, and they found now that if you take digestive enzymes with your protein, powder, uh, specifically a whey protein powder, you take your digestive enzymes, you can increase your digestion of, those in, of that protein and your assimilation of the amino acids from that protein by almost three and a half times. That's huge, a huge, huge difference in what you can do digesting your protein just by adding digestive enzymes. But let's go back to The other thing that you can do that is a big thing, and it doesn't happen enough in this country, our bodies have a sympathetic and a parasympathetic system. One is fight or flight, and the other one is rest and digest. When we eat fast food or eat food fast, regardless whether it's healthy or not, our body has to try to assimilate that stuff on a very underpowered system because we, when we are in fight or flight mode, meaning we're sitting at our desk at work, we're scarfing down our food as quickly as we can so that we can get back to work, we are not giving the body a putting the body in position to digest and assimilate the food and get the nutrition from it nearly as well as we could. It's much, much better to have a longer, more relaxed, more calm, what they call a European-style meal where people sit and talk while they eat. Relax, digest, assimilate their food. That sounds awesome. It's not that likely in most of our lives, but when you get the opportunity, please do. Even if it comes to counting your bites, your, your chews, uh, when you put the food in your mouth, you know, chew it up 8, 10, 12 times before you swallow it. It makes a big difference. Take a little more time. And this is me, the pot, calling you the kettle black if you're not doing this because I don't do a very good job of this at all. But it's an important factor in digestion, so please pay attention to it. The next big factor would be 
digestive enzymes that I talked about. They start in the mouth. They also secrete from the pancreas and even a little bit in the stomach. And when we digest our food or when we eat our food and it goes down into the stomach, those enzymes mingle with stomach acid. And then if there's fat in the meal, bile that's secreted from the gallbladder, if you still have one, or the liver if you don't. And then that plus the natural churning that the stomach does uh, that's kind of like a little washing machine in there just churning around moving things around that's what helps us to digest our food now i talked about low stomach acid on an episode of vitality radio not too long ago so i'm not going to go into big detail there but it's one of the biggest issues we have with digestion and if you have low stomach acid you almost in in almost every case also have low digestive enzyme output now the interesting thing about digestive enzymes is that when you eat and your body secretes digestive enzymes, it secretes them primarily to work on cooked or processed foods. Whereas when you eat uh, raw foods, uh, particularly fruits and veggies that are loaded with naturally occurring enzymes, our bodies don't need to secrete as many enzymes because there are enzymes on board with the food itself. Same can be said about fermented foods, things like real fermented pickles and uh, sauerkraut and kimchi and miso soup and apple cider vinegar and kombucha and things like that. But we don't eat many fermented foods in this country. And again, we eat them too quickly when we do. So we don't give our bodies as much as we should. And so my belief is that most people in America, by the time they're about 30 years old, are underproducing digestive enzymes. And that is one of the biggest reasons why we have to reach for something like GASX, because digestive enzymes break down food and prevent the gassiness from occurring after a meal because the gas bubbles don't have to form because the food is properly digesting. So you can take digestive enzymes as a supplement, and in almost every case, people notice an impact because it takes the stress off of digesting food to a large degree. It makes it easier for the body, so the body actually has to work less hard. So most people actually find more energy when they take digestive enzymes. They find less gassiness and bloating, if not eliminating those things. They usually find it easier and more consistent uh, to go to the bathroom, less constipation, uh, but also on the flip side of that, less diarrhea if there are issues there. So digestive enzymes can play a major role. There's one in particular that I love, but there are a lot of good ones on the market. I love one called Assimilate Digestive Enzymes. The Assimilate Digestive Enzymes are both economical and effective. One or two capsules with most meals does the trick for most people. Some people need three or four, but not usually. And if you're looking to use digestive enzymes with your protein to absorb more of your amino acids and build more muscle, more lean muscle, then what you want there is to take the enzymes at the time that you drink your shake as well as with your meals, particularly your meals with higher protein in them so that you can break down those amino acids. The next category is stomach acid. And I talked about this again on a previous episode, so I'm not going to go into great detail, but if you're low in stomach acid, you oftentimes end up with acid reflux, which sounds like a oxymoron because why would we shut down more acid if we're already low in acid to begin with but that's what's happening with modern medicine most people are actually lower in stomach acid than they should be this creates acid reflux uh, because the body tries to overcompensate and then we end up with a even more poor digestion which causes more issues down below in the intestinal tract so we want to get our stomach acid back up correctly, and there's a couple of ways to do that. You can take something called HCL with pepsin. HCL with pepsin is amazing stuff. It's a vegetable sports nutrition of a brand new acid, sports supplement, and it with works a unique really, philosophy. really well for a lot Refuse of people. Refuse to conform. Some even report that In the sports nutrition industry, with one company starts something, with each has meal. some success, Sometimes and everyone else tends to follow their lead. What you end up with is a bunch of me too products that don't add up to anything special. What you typically see on the market are formulas with all kinds of ingredients that look good on the label, really good do very little to advance your training brand is one called Aloe Life. At Insurgents, our motto is everything you need, nothing, great stuff. Because it actually helps to heal the gut the same way as Aloe Vera does on the outside of the body for a sunburn. It does on the inside of the body. But it also naturally is what they call bitter, which helps the body produce more stomach acid naturally and safely. And so over time, it helps to reduce 
won't set, add an ingredient uh, to a formula and, and unless we can add the clinically effective dose. The next one would Our be first probiotics. Surgeons heard about probiotics. You may even take probiotics. Are a dime a but dozen. probiotics are they critical even sell for them digestive big health. And if you're struggling the with vast your majority of system and you're taking on the probiotics, are overdosed on particularly if you're having issues in the bath, underdosed on the stuff that irritable bowel, things like that. And surgeons pre on the wrong probiotics. Critical ingredients to improve endurance. You are taking energy. Um, and without a, the crash, probiotic, but comes not with a megadose upper stuff, of stimulants. The stuff I was just talking Insurgent about. Insurgent pre workout like comes with enzymes, or without caffeine. Stomach acid and the probiotic and has no is not doing additional enough. stimulants. So if you're struggling if you with want that, a truly certainly come and talk to us and we'll be able to help coach you on things that, that tastes you can do great, to help is free of with your digestive system and getting it to work a little bit more efficiently. There's a probiotic on the market now. I talked about it on a show a few months ago called Just Thrive that I think is absolutely brilliant. I love it for short term or long term but especially in the short term, most people notice that it really helps to rebuild and restore and strengthen the digestive system quite rapidly at just one capsule a day, which is really nice and simply better than almost anything else. Well, I would say better than anything else out on the shelf. I've not seen one that I like better. And if you like the idea of kind of the two birds with one stone thing, uh, this product called Back on Track. This is one I actually formulated, so I'm quite proud of it. You hear commercials for it here on Vitality Radio, but it's an amazing product as well because it has a probiotic in it, plus digestive enzymes, plus herbs that help to calm and cool a sensitive stomach. And it's a great first stop when you're trying to figure out how to help your gut because it's a it's in many cases a one size fits all kind of a formula. It works really really well to help you improve your digestion, your digestive health, help you feel better after meals. So those are the categories, basically. Bile from the liver, stomach acid from the stomach, digestive enzymes from the pancreas and the, and the salivary glands. Uh, and the, those are the, are the biggies. And then, of course, probiotics in the intestinal tract. You can do things supplementally for all of those things, but one of the biggest things you can do has nothing to do with supplements, and that is to eat more slowly, chew your food, and, of course, eat more raw food, less processed food, and give your body a break with this packaged food because those uh, refined packaged products are really rough on the digestive system. They create a lot of inflammation in the gut, particularly sugar is the big killer with inflammation in the gut. And when you have an inflamed gut, you're more likely to have those types of uh, issues with, again, the gassiness, bloating, and all that kind of stuff. If you have mild indigestion issues, the kind of things people would use Alka-Seltzer or Gas-X for, please look into digestive enzymes and probiotics, and specifically that back on track, because I believe it can really, really help you. Pretty awesome stuff. Okay, so there you go. That was a rant. It was a topic. Digestive health is a big deal, and what I really want to see on people's shopping lists instead of things like Alka-Seltzer and Gasek and Prevacid and all that other stuff are things that actually improve your digestion, not make it worse while just covering up symptoms. If you can go that route, you're going to be so much happier with the way your digestive system works. You know, I've got a couple of interesting testimonials I've heard. Uh, you know, we've had people that have had diarrhea for years. Uh, I always remember the uh, reference of Nacho Libre. Don't you know I've had diarrhea since Easter's? Yeah, well, I don't know how long ago Easter's was in that, but I've had people come in. They tell me they've had it for 8, 10 years. They get on enzymes and probiotics. They don't have it anymore. They don't have to use Imodium anymore. Amazing stuff. In fact, I heard with Back on Track, somebody told me that it was literally the first day they noticed a difference and stopped taking Imodium after eight years of diarrhea. So it's amazing what can be done if you just give your body what it needs. I've got to cut to a break. When I come back, I'm going to talk about a couple more things, one of those things being fathers, being that it is the week of Father's Day. I will be talking about that. And uh, the father of herbal medicine in this country when we come back. You're listening to me, Jared St. Clair, on Vitality Radio. After decades of helping people with their nutritional supplement needs, I have observed something that seems almost universal. People seem to have a lot of products that they have experimented with. Some might have been recommended by a blogger online, others from a magazine article, and yet another by a friend or family member. Information is coming at us at a rapid pace nowadays, and everyone has an opinion. The problem is that there is only one really big wild card in health and nutrition, and that wild card is you. I know you've heard the infomercials, seen the ads, 
or talk to that neighbor who has that cure-all product that can do it all for your health. The problem is that supplement doesn't exist. What's right for your neighbor isn't always right for you. At Vitality Nutrition, we've been asking the right questions for years. What I mean by this is we don't just sell supplements. We consult with our clients and ask them the key questions needed to make sure we match the right supplement to the right person. If you feel better about a team approach to your health, give us a call and one of our well-educated Vitality team members will answer your questions and help you find just what it is that you need to address your health concerns naturally. You can reach us at 801-292-6662. That's 801-292-6662. Or drop us an email. Info at vitalityradiopod.com. That's info at vitalityradiopod.com. Welcome back to Vitality Radio. This is Jared St. Clair. I'm your host each and every Saturday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. It is a beautiful Saturday. Man, we've had a string of them lately. This one's gorgeous today. Get out there and do something fun with your family, friends. Uh, Enjoy nature. Enjoy this beautiful world that God has given us. And, of course, uh, we've got Father's Day on the horizon. A beautiful day tomorrow is in store. It looks like it's going to be a hot one, but a lot of people will be out barbecuing, probably running some sprinklers for the kids, that kind of thing. Pretty cool time of year. Love June. The summertime is is upon us. A lot of beautiful things to be thankful for. I think we're coming up on a full moon, too. It was almost full last night, and it was really a beautiful, clear sky. Vitality Radio, always brought to you by Vitality Nutrition and Wellness Clinic, 107 South, 500 West in Bountiful. You can call us, 801-292-6662. Okay, in the last 15 minutes, I want to talk about Father's Day. Now, Father's Day is an interesting day for a father to talk about. Uh, As I look at my father, and I look at my grandfathers, and I look at other fathers who I respect and admire, and as I was coming up with the topics uh, for today's show, I thought about another father who I haven't addressed on this show for a long, long time, but boy, he... He had a major impact on the industry that I love, this health and nutrition herbalism industry. I call him the father of modern herbal medicine in America, Dr. John Christopher, an amazing man. I want to just share a story. If you're familiar with Dr. Christopher's herbs, uh, if you're not, you need to become familiar because some of his formulas are still the most amazing, tried-and-true, best herbal remedies on the market. I truly love his formulas, and he's influenced so many other herbalists that the truth is most herbal formulas in this country have to pay at least a little bit of homage to Dr. Christopher. Well, he was an a, a, uh, interesting, interesting man. He was actually uh, around during World War II. He, he, as a young man, he cured himself of all kinds of issues. He wasn't supposed to live to be an old man, and yet he did. Uh, and he learned a true uh, knowledge and passion for herbs and herbalism. But uh, he was enlisted into uh, World War II as a conscientious observer. Uh, he said he wanted to help people, but he would uh, he refused to kill anybody. So he went in there, and he was stationed at Fort Lewis. And this is in his own words, okay? So, But I want to just read it to you word for word, because it's really great. I was stationed at Fort Lewis, Washington. I wanted to help people, so I went into the Army as a conscientious objector because I didn't believe in taking life. I was, uh, because of that, I couldn't get any rank. I was no, always going to be a buck private. They had given me a dispensary, uh, one of eight at North Fork, Fort Lewis, Washington. Offers and enlisted men alike came to be treated for their ailments. I was in charge of several people including a special helper and a cleanup man. One Monday morning, during the time we had our regular meetings, Major Shimate, I think is how you say it, who was over all eight of the dispensaries, brought in a soldier suffering from a case of impetigo. Major Shimate discussed the case. I've been a consulting dermatologist and have my own clinic in New York, as you know, which is being run for me while I'm here. So I am quite experienced in skin disorders, but I've never seen a case like this. The soldier had three-quarters of an inch of scab over the entire hair area on his head. The hair had been clipped as close to the scalp as possible, and the scab covered the entire hair area. This man had been hospitalized at one of the largest hospitals in the Northwest, in fact, in the largest Army hospital in the West. He had been hospitalized nine times in all, treated with ammoniated lead and mercury. That's uh, (laughs) 
That sounds super good for him. And such things. The disease would subside somewhat in 30 to 60 days, but never completely clear. That would release, they would release him to go back into service, but in a few days, the impetigo would pop back up again. He had gone through this procedure nine times. The Army wanted to release him on a medical discharge. The patient said to Major Shimate, I don't want a medical discharge. I came into the Army a clean man, and you left me with this dirty stuff to take back to my family. I don't want to go. Shimate said, I've brought all sorts of specialists in from all over the United States, and nobody can help you. There's nothing that can be done, so you've got to take the discharge. He can be healed, I said. Shimate whirled around to me and said, what, with some of your blankety-blank herbs? Yes, with some of my herbs, I said calmly. I'd been through this so often, people ridiculing me that I didn't let it upset me. I don't care if he puts horse manure on my head, said the soldier. If it'll heal me, I'll do it. One of the other fellows who headed at one of the clinics said sarcastically, okay, so when's the big unveiling going to be? Seven days from today, I snapped back. Now, this man had been hospitalized 30 to 36 days at a time, and nothing had worked. Here I said that in seven days, the man could be cured. When they left the dispensary, sorry, when they left, the dispensary heads asked if they could come back the following Monday to have the meeting in my dispensary instead of meeting at one of the others. Major Shumate agreed. The patient had to sign two papers before he was turned over to me. One stated that he was no longer a member of the U.S. Armed Forces, and the other said he was no longer a United States citizen, but a foreigner, an isolated individual here at Fort Lewis until tr- or under treatment. The Army could have been sued otherwise if anything happened to him. I called Salt Lake City, where I knew a man who had a black walnut tree in his yard. He was a professor at the University of Utah. I asked him if he had some husks from the outside of the nuts. He said, oh, yes, we've harvested these this year, but the husks are under two feet of snow. Will you go out and dig out that pile of husks and send me a big sack of them up to Fort Lewis? Can you get them on the plane tonight so I can have them the following morning? He did, and I had those husks the following morning in Fort Fort Lewis. I made up a gallon of tincture of black walnut using rubbing alcohol. In the Army, the dispensaries were not allowed to handle 90 proof or any other proof grain alcohol. If we had, if we had, had it, I would have made an, a tincture internally as well. But instead, I had to go with just an external tincture. Normally, a tincture takes 14 days. I rush the process, and he says I give credit to the Lord for giving the tincture its potency. He made up a nightcap that covered the man's head like a football helmet. It was made of a layer after layer of gauze till it was very thick. It was covered with adhesive tape, and we taped it to hold it down, he says. At the crosses where the tape didn't cover, there was room to insert a syringe filled with the tincture into the gauze to keep it wet. Because I lived off the base, I was only there for so many hours a day. When I left, I instructed the next shift to keep this man under observation 24 hours a day. The man was also kept under guard, as he now had the status of a foreigner. He spent four days, Thursday through Sunday, with the fomentation on his head. Monday morning came, and for the first time, all the dispensary heads were there on time, sitting on the edges of their chairs, waiting for the show. The two MPs brought the soldier in, sat him down, and Major Shumate said, Let's see the case. I loosened the adhesive tape where it was holding the headpiece down and took it off. Inside the helmet was three-quarters of an inch of horrible-looking scar tissue and scab, but his head was clean as a baby's. There was no sign of impetigo at all. There had been some secondary infection where the scalp had bled, and that was healing. The men had all gasped when I took the bandages off. Major Shumate used a few words I wouldn't repeat, but then he said, I have been a dermatologist for years. I have never seen a case as horrible as this, and never have I seen anything heal as rapidly as what you've used. In front of the men who were either lieutenants, majors, or captains, Major Shimate sanctioned me to treat all patients brought to me with herbs. He officially made me an herbal doctor in the United States Army, the only one known in World War II. I brought back into the dispensary cases that I had that I had had to use the old skull and crossbones medicines on with no success, and I treated them with herbs, and they were healed. We got quite a name for ourselves. Men from all over Fort Lewis, even generals, came over because I had the only formula, black walnut tincture, that would heal jungle rot. The only one. And so we were very busy herbalists. Okay, so that's the Dr. Christopher story, one of many. He has some fascinating stories. He developed some remedies 
that he claims were from divine inspiration, and I don't doubt him in that at all. Truly an amazing man who left us an amazing herbal legacy. So happy Father's Day to the late, great Dr. Christopher. And now on to my own father, Clyde St. Clair. Now, I'm going to get a little bit mushy here, but it's Father's Day. I do this every couple of years on Father's Day because I love this guy. He's been gone for six and a half years, and I miss him every day. It was my dad who called, who I called to brag about my little accomplishments throughout my youth and young adulthood. Vitality Nutrition has been around for almost 40 years. It started out when, I was so compl- when it was so completely uncool to have a health food store. But how perfect was that for my dad? Heck, he wore Birkenstock sandals way before they were cool, and then not cool again. And he wore them with socks, which I thought would never be cool. But now I see teenagers wearing sandals with socks all the time. Maybe he was a trendsetter. Who knows? All I know is that that store, which used to be called Nutrition Shop, never did much in sales, not enough to really supplement the family's income. In fact, to keep the place alive, my mother was enlisted to run the place. That was never the plan, but she did it for years. And then she turned it over to me when I was about 15. That's when I hired my very first employee, Pearl, who worked for me for 20 years. And what a woman she was. But that reminds me, as we think about my mom, it's her birthday this week. And thank goodness she is still with us. What an amazing woman she is. She has this smile that lights up a room and her laugh. My mother's laughter is her trademark. You can recognize it anywhere. I hear it all the time. Oh, Jared, I love your mom's laugh. How could you not? It is so beautiful, extremely unique, and totally contagious. Mom is in her 70s now, and she's been through a lot in her lifetime. But she has never been anything but kind and friendly. She will likely be here with us for another 20 years if she's in great health. And at no time will she ever become a crotchety old woman you sometimes hear about. She loves a bargain, but she's not a cheapskate. She loves her children, and she genuinely loves people. Without her, there would be no Vitality Nutrition or Vitality Radio, which she listens to religiously. I mean, really, nowadays, you know, I have a nice little following of people who listen often, but there has never been and likely will never be someone who listens as consistently as my mom, even if it's a rerun. Thanks, Mom, and happy birthday. I love you. And back to my dad. Now, because it is the week of Father's Day, I'll get back to talking about this guy who's been gone, like I said, for six and a half years, but truly uh, uh, one of the great heroes of my life. I learned after his death that he was raised in poverty in New England. He never told me the stories of his childhood, but his brother recently did. Just less than a year ago, I talked to his brother about these things. Uh, It turns out when they were kids, they'd share one blanket and sleep in the same bed because there was no heat in their little ghetto apartment. Grandpa drank a lot and treated my dad very poorly, very, very poorly. When dad was old enough, he moved out and joined the Air Force. He wanted to be as far away from there as he could, according to my uncle. Eventually, he ended up here in Utah. He found a perfect woman, and he married her, and that's how I got here. Dad had a desire to be different and to work in a field where he could make a difference. That's how he ended up selling healthy stuff. I was given the opportunity uh, six and a half years ago to speak at my dad's funeral. And I want to get personal and read an excerpt from my talk because it says a lot about my parents. Dad and my mom sent us to school with 100% whole wheat sandwiches and organic beef jerky with no nitrates or nitrites. We didn't eat Tostitos and Cheetos. We ate Health Valley corn chips and Barbara's cheese puffs. Barbara's cheese puffs aren't orange and they, they are white, and corn chips are blue. Our bologna didn't have a first name at all, and it was made from pork parts. It, was made from, it wasn't made from pork parts, sorry. It was made from real turkeys by some family named Shelton, not some guy named Oscar. Imagine being nine years old and pulling out your sack lunch. It's got brown bread and brown mustard with even browner bologna blue chips and fruit leather that was actually made of fruit and felt like real leather when you tried to eat it. Yep, when your parents are weird, you don't really have a choice in the matter. Due to child labor laws not applying to one's own children, when I worked at Vitality, I wasn't paid very well. It's a nutrition shop back then. But it didn't really matter. I just wanted to make Dad proud. I'll always remember when he had a, we had a big day, I would call my dad while I was closing up the till and tell him all about it. He was always just as excited as I was. Looking back, <clears throat> looking back on, on things, I realized that I would tell him a lot of small things that seemed big to me, but he never let, it, let on that it wasn't just as big to him. I would call him with big ideas on how to make the store better. I'd call sometimes even after the first couple hours of the day if they were really good ones. My dad was always excited to hear from me, 
and I lived for that excitement. Hearing my dad be so proud of me was worth way more than my little paycheck ever was. Dad, you taught me a lot. Perhaps the biggest thing, though, is passion. Passion for life and passion for work and passion for loving what you do, and I do love what I do. I'm so grateful to Dad for giving me that desire to do this, this health and healing thing that we try and do at Vitality Nutrition every day. We're almost 40 years old. What a legacy Father has left behind for us. So for all you fathers out there, I just want to tell you that I love and respect you all. Being a father is an amazing gift that we're given. Please use that gift wisely. Please take care of those beautiful ones that you've been entrusted with. And uh, I I know that most of you out there take that very, very seriously. Enjoy your Father's Day. And thank you so much for listening to me. You know, I love doing this. I hope I get to see you on Tuesday at our seminar. It's free Tuesday and Wednesday night. We'll have seminars at Vitality at 7 o'clock. Call us at 801-292-6662 to get your name on the list. And I hope you have a beautiful Father's Day. Thank you so much for listening to me. My name's Jared St. Clair, and this has been... Vitality Radio. You've been listening to the Vitality Radio Podcast. Enjoy your week. In the meantime, Jared will be feverishly searching for the latest nutrition info to educate you on and wading into mounds of propaganda to help steer you through it. Vitality Radio is researched and written by Jared St. Clair, produced by Elizabeth Joy Windham, with very limited help from Jared. Our awesome music is by Brian Bob Young. Support Vitality Radio by subscribing and giving us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, YouTube, or your favorite podcast source. Don't forget to follow us at Vitality Radio on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Please let us know your thoughts about this episode by using the hashtag Vitality Radio Podcast. And if you like what you hear, go tell somebody with a share, a screenshot, or an airdrop. Thank you. Hello, everyone. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode of Vitality Radio. Just a reminder that this podcast is for educational purposes only. This podcast has not been evaluated by the FDA. This podcast is provided with the understanding that the information shared is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. This podcast is not a substitute for professional care by a medical professional. Thank you.